Hi guys, it's Jasmine and you are listening to Overcoming the Day Podcast where we encourage, grow, and extend grace as we become the overcomer we were destined to be. Today we have a new episode and we're going to dive right in. Hey y'all, listen, okay, so I I really want to talk to you all about a post that I made um, the other day, you know, Thanksgiving just was last week, and I was doing a little bit of reflecting, and as I thought back over to where I was last year versus this year, I realized that I am now able to dance in the rain, and that's very big for me. And what I mean when I say that is um, when a storm comes my way, when storms are happening in my life, it doesn't just destroy my whole world. It doesn't distort my worldview or change my faith. Um, I am in a place of life where I am literally dancing in the rain. I have learned I've mastered the art of joy, peace, love, happiness. And so for me, I'm like, what is this? What is this thing that like all hell is literally breaking loose? But I get up in the morning and I'm singing and I'm singing throughout the day and I'm filled with joy. And it's like an unspeakable joy. It's like it's uncontainable, you guys. Okay, so that's really big for me. And I say that because a year ago, uh, last year, I was grieving. Um, I was in the middle of grief. And I was grieving. uh, You know, like grief comes like when you lose something or someone, right? And it's how you emotionally process. Well, I hadn't lost anybody. Well, I lost myself. But I hadn't lost anyone to death or anything. Um, I, um, almost two years ago, I lost my home and I took that really, really, really hard. Okay. So I want to rewind a little bit because five months before we lost our house, Holy Spirit had showed me a vision. I literally had this dream where we would lose our house and it was so particular of what will happen how it would happen and so I'll never forget I woke up I journaled it and I had to sit with it and then I took it to my husband and I told my husband about it and my husband was not really receiving of what I was saying because it literally meant that he had to get rid of some things and so (laughs) For him, he felt like, nah, that's just you, okay? And so, fast forward five months later, um, it happened just like the like I saw it. It happened exactly how the Holy Spirit had given it to me. And so, when I was given the vision, the dream, I really thought it meant that I was supposed to prevent it from happening. I literally took on the mindset of, I got to fix this. I got to prevent this from happening. Yeah, okay. So, a little backstory. Like, two years ago, I was just, pandemic had just happened. Life was life. And I was not 
consecrated in in God. I was not. I was not. I was not. I was not. So, in my mind, I had to fix this problem to prevent it from happening because who wants their whole livelihood turned upside down for something that we can just prevent, right? And so, while I fast forward now to almost two years later, um, I realized that that was actually not the assignment. That was not why God showed me that vision. It was not. It really, it was really a warning for me. It was really a, it was really telling me to prepare, to get prepared, to get back at the feet of my father, to consecrate myself because I was going to need to be built up. And I was not built up for everything that was about to get take, that was about to take place spiritually. So I had no spiritual backing. I had no I didn't have the tools to fight the the spiritual battle that was about to happen. And so me being me, I was trying to fight it physically. (laughs) So in that season of my life, I feel like I'm fighting against the people with the house. I'm fighting against a hard-headed husband because he didn't listen to me when I told him. That's how I thought at the moment, okay? If you would have just listened to me and not been so selfish, but... Today, my outlook of it is, yeah, Jazz, you, 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 you definitely dropped the ball on this one. You definitely missed the assign. You, you didn't understand the assignment, and so, um, I was grieving and I was bitter and I was resentful. I was upset. I was furious with my husband because we have a family of ten and two dogs, and well, at the time we actually had four dogs. We had the two Yorkie, uh, Yorkies. We had the two Westies and then the two Belgian Malinois. So we had four dogs at that time. And so we literally had to find something fast. We had to downsize our home into an apartment. And I was just not okay about it. And so life literally unraveled for me. And as life was unraveling and I was grieving, I did not know how to handle the weight of life in that moment. And so as those storms was coming, it was horrible for you, girl. Do you hear me? Very, very, very horrible. And so as I look at life now... I am like, oh God, like here I am again in the middle of a storm, Jesus. And I saw this one coming too, Lord. And though it looks different, though, it, you know, it's, the circumstances are different, Father. It did not under, it didn't overtake me. It didn't overthrow me. And so now I just have this place where I am so joyful and I am grounded in my faith and my walk with Christ and what life is supposed to look like, you know? And I felt like that was very, very big. That was something that we don't oftentimes talk about because while it's it's easy to say, I have faith, 
It's easy to say, I'm standing on faith. It's easy to say that I'm trusting God. That's that's so very easy to say. But when you get thrown knee deep in the middle of a situation and everything is coming at you left and right, up and down, now it's time to really put your faith. Like, okay, are we standing on that faith? And so... I find myself just so tickled because I'm like, God, if only I knew then what I knew now, it would have I would have avoided so much. But then I'm like, ah, 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 that's the trick of the enemy, Jasmine. Because if you had not gone through what you went through, you wouldn't know what you know now. You would not know how to handle, you know, when life come at you. Because I I really felt like, God, I worked so very hard. I have in these last few years of my life, God, I've been very obedient. I've been very intentional. I've been submitting everything to you. And I don't understand, God, you know, why I had to work so hard to lose it all, you know? And so that was what my mindset was. Like I had so many questions and I was just so upset and I was so angry. And so now I'm like, hmm. And then not only that, going through that storm, it actually revealed to me, it revealed to me areas of me that still needed to be refined, still needed to be restored and forged in the fire. I had parts of my life that was still flesh-like. And I really, and you don't know what you don't know until it comes. You just don't know, you know? So once it surfaces, you're like, oh, okay, got to go work on that. And so now it's just, it is, it's beautiful to, to see and to know that, okay, now I've learned to ground myself. I've learned to submit myself to Christ. I've learned to consecrate myself in the Holy Spirit. I've learned to invite the Holy Spirit into the midst of every area of my life and not just certain parts. Because sometimes we have those, we have that tendency to where, God, you can have this, but you can't have it over there, Right? And so while control has always been um, my biggest thing. So another thing that I realized, um, so I'm, I'm walking on this healing journey, right? And while I, I had a tainted view of healing, I thought that once you heal, you're healed. But I didn't realize it's a journey and there's so many different areas and parts that you don't know it's there until it shows up. And so I realized that while that left me, um, I do a lot of journaling and during during my uh, season of grief, I remember saying, because I was just, I was very, very, very down. I was very depressed. I was having anxiety attacks. 
um, I was having anxiety was manifesting so badly to where I can be having a conversation just like this. And in the middle of it, I would freeze. And then I would lose my train of thought. And I, I wouldn't know where to go. I would have stomach pains, headaches. I was losing my hair. Like it was just a And then I would have manic episodes. Um, because I have been diagnosed with bipolar um, one. And so I would go days where I would just be very, very high. And I would be running off like no sleep for like four or five days. No, just never going to sleep. And then I would crash. And so I remember saying to myself, Jasmine, you've been pulling yourself out of dark places since you were seven years old. You can do this. You can do this. That's all I remember. I kept saying, I kept saying, I kept saying. And then Holy Spirit corrected me. Like, Jasmine, that and see, that's where my my struggle with control has come because I've always felt like I can only depend on me. I can only count on me. Nobody else has showed up for me. And so while I'm still having this mentality, that is the mentality that God has to help me break, which would deliver and set me free from control. Because if I stop trying to control everything and try stop trying to play God and be the fixer of my life, then I wouldn't be so stressed out and down and depressed when life don't go my way. Because I know where my help come from, right? And so... I realized, no, Jasmine, you have not. No, you thought you were pulling yourself out of dark places since you were seven. You have been walking in faith since you were seven. Your grandmother has taught you how to pray. You have been writing scriptures on index cards since you were seven. And so I realized it wasn't me. It was always God. God has always been with me. He's always been walking with me. And I've always been exercising that faith muscle. And so now we fast forward and I'm like, oh, I'm in, I'm in the hands of the father. I am a daughter of a king. I am, I now say, I no longer have to have that mentality or that mindset that say, I don't have nobody to depend on. No. So y'all stick with me. Okay. We know we always say your one call. That's my one call. That's all right cool well jasmine what does one call this out one call this all mean all i have to do is make one phone call and that person gonna come through they're gonna show up for me no matter what no matter what is going on they're gonna they're gonna show up for me and so i took it and i said oh okay god is my one call that's all i took it to that extent because at the end of the day my father he said what he said and his word never fails. He's going to always come through for me. He's always going to provide. He he knows everything. He sees everything. He knows better than me. So once I got that mindset, I no, I got a one call that's all. God. And I know like the average person would be like, girl, you sound crazy. No, I'm serious. God is not a man that shall lie. God comes through every single time, you know? And I know when I talk to, when I talk to humans, I guess that's the best way to say it. 
And I am having this conversation about faith and God. You know, sometimes they don't, they're not quite on the same page as me. Because, you know, you get what God say, you faith without works is dead. And God say, God don't want you struggling and God don't want you in poverty. I get all of that. I know all of that. But if God tell me to not move, I'm not going to move. If God tells me to give it up, he said, give up the job, Jasmine. Who God? You want me to? Now, I'm not going to say I don't have questions. I have questions. But I'm like, okay, God, I trust. Like, do I really trust you? Like, in the middle of my storm, when you are telling me to make radical changes in my life, this is where trust comes into play. This is where it's easy to say you trust God, but now you have to walk it out. And so I have found myself just dancing in the rain, and it is the most joyful the most peaceful, the most heartfelt thing in life. I know what it is to live without God. And I know what it is to live with God. And I don't think I ever want to experience living outside of the will of God for my life again. So this is me sharing my testimony of dancing in the rain because I've been on the other side where life, you know, storms come and I'm worried, I'm stressed out, I'm crying, I'm losing sleep, I am either emotionally eating or not eating at all. And I don't ever want that for my life again. So to be here where I have joy, unspeakable joy, like this is not attached to a materialistic thing. It's not attached to any type of finances. It's it's literally just from my father. It's literally just submitting everything to him, knowing that I am not in control God is in control. Everything that's in my control is out. Everything, everything that I think is in my control is outside of my control because it's in his hands. And so, wow, <laughs> I find myself sometimes, well, I'm not going to say sometimes. My favorite scripture is James, James 1. And I find myself quoting that scripture a lot and it says consider it great joy my brothers and sisters whenever you experience various trials because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete lacking nothing and so i i've all that has always been my favorite scripture because I never forget I was in a season of my life where I've been there before where no matter what's going on around me, I just, I have joy. It, it does not bother me. I'm like, okay, this is a test. This too shall pass. You know, it's not going to last. And I'll never forget my friends like looking at me crazy and feeling like, how can I help you breaking loose in your life? And you quote scriptures and you saying prayers like, and at one season of my life, no lie. I felt like the oddball in my friend group. 
Can you imagine having faith? Like, like, all I know is faith, y'all. That's all my grandmother. Like, I've watched that. She was a praying grandmother. I watched my grandmother live on faith and the word of God. Do you hear me? I watched it for years. And so, once I got to develop my own personal relationship with Christ, I began to say, aha, this is what my grandmother was telling me about. Like, this is, you don't really know until you experience it for yourself. And so while I could have allowed the enemy to tear me away from my, like destroy a friendship that I've had since I was seven, all because I felt like we're not on the same faith level. I know like you can be in friendships and have different levels of faith. All I know is when you come to me and you tell me something going on, I'm not about to say, well, I'll be praying for you. No, I'm their friend is about to pray for you right then and there. And for a long time, I just felt so like, um, I felt like the eyeball. That's the word. And I never forget going to God about it, but I never went to my friend about it. And then, uh, last year she said, she said, friend, I'm not going to lie. I used to envy you when you had so much faith. I couldn't understand like, which, like what? Girl, it ain't that deep, you know? And she shared that with me. And she was like, now I know. And so I, I love that for her that, you know, for one, she was able to be honest and open with me about it and share it. But then she was also able to just experience the unspeakable joy, you know, being able to stand on faith when nothing is working out, you know. So I I am going to literally say to you all that I promise you there is life after the storm. There is life after the rain. I will tell any and everybody, God, you know, and I know we live in a society where we feel like God isn't the end all be all. We feel like we can use them like an insurance claim. We pick him up, put him down where we want to. But I'm telling you all, we were never created to do life without God in every aspect of our life. We're Like he should be there, but we have to invite him in the midst and then you'll be quoting James 1, 2 <laughs> through 4, you know? And so I just wanted to share that and give you all encouragement that, you know, we always hear those cliches like trouble don't last always and things like that. But it's it's true. It's biblical, you know? And think of God as your one call. That's all. Now, I'm not saying cut everybody off. I'm not saying it. Because God created us to do life and to be in community. <laughs> but I am saying know that God is a man that will never lie. His word is true. It will never return void. And so I just wanted to jump on this week and share that. Give you all some encouragement in the podcast. Um, I hope that helped you all. Um, again, this is Jasmine. Until next time, you all be blessed. Hey, hey, hey. 
All right, you just finished listening to another episode of Overcoming the Day podcast. Make sure you review, like, subscribe, share, and follow to keep up with our latest episodes. You can also find me on all social media platforms at Jazz the Overcomer. Until next time.